Welcome to the Simply Financial Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Calandra. On today, I wanted to share with you seven steps for being a successful saver. Let's jump right in. Number one is to set goals, have a plan. Uh, There is ample research that shows that uh, people that set goals achieve more, and that is exaggerated if you write down your goals. So the first step in being a successful saver is to set some saving goals and to create a plan. So that's number one. Number two is systematize savings. A lot of people's biggest net worth, liquid net worth anyway, is in their 401k. And part of the reason for that is it's systematized. It comes out of your paycheck. It's a habitual, systematic approach to putting money aside for your future. So you want to use that technique in other areas. Some examples are split deposit your paycheck. Instead of having it all go into your checking account, which often is where spending originates from, is have some of it go to a savings account instead of a checking account. Auto invest. If you're funding IRAs, college funds, investment accounts, have that systematized where on say the first or 15th of the month you have X number of dollars go to various different saving slash investment accounts. Uh, so number two is systemize saving. Number three, pay yourself first. Uh, this is an old adage about approaching money where you invest and save first and spend what is left over. Instead of what most people do, which is spend and then try and save and invest what's left over. It's far more successful in terms of building wealth if you pay yourself first. So that's the third tip for being a successful saver is employ the strategy of paying yourself first. Number four, reduce spending. If you're spending money, if you're consuming it, then you're not saving it. And we all want to save. I mean, excuse me, we all want to spend. We all want to enjoy our lives. And that's okay. But if you want to save more, creating a budget or analyzing your spending, looking for opportunities to reduce spending without giving that much up in fulfillment and joy is a great way to increase savings especially if it's an area that has been troublesome for you, find opportunities to reduce spending. Hopefully you could do that without giving up too much of your life's enjoyment. Usually you can achieve that. So that's number four, reduce spending. Number five, don't leave money on the table. I'm thinking about the 401k match in particular for this. So let's slow down and talk about what I am speaking about. So 401k is an employer-sponsored retirement plan. And many, many 401ks offered by employers have a matching formula. It's a tit-for-tat relationship. What the employer is saying is if you contribute some of your pay voluntarily into your retirement account within the 401k, that will trigger the company to contribute on top of the money that you've put in out of your own pay. And it amazes me how many people choose to miss out on this quote unquote, I'm doing air quotes, free money. So a common match is 
a common matching formula, I should say, is a company might say to the employees, if you save 6% of your pay, we'll contribute 50 cents on the dollar up to the 6%. So that means if you save voluntarily out of your pay 1%, they're going to put in 50% of that or one half of 1%. If you contribute 3%, they're going to contribute 1.5%. And this is based on pay. So let's use $50,000 income as an example. $50,000 income, that means if you save 3% of your pay, which is $1,500 a year gross, that's excluding the factor of tax benefits. I just want to keep this simple. $50,000 income, you save 3% of your pay. That's $1,500 that you put into your own retirement account within the 401k. That means the company then will be triggered to match in this case, the matching formula is 50 cents on the dollar. So you would get 1.5% or 750 bucks. That's not so bad. You do that consistently over time between what you're putting in combined with the matching contribution from the company combined with what is hopefully good earnings. You could amass a quite a bit of money in a short period of time and a lot of money over the long term so don't leave money on the table. Take advantage of the match at work. Just as a reminder, I use the sample 50% match up to 6%, but there's all different types of matching formulas that are out there. But the important point is don't leave money on the table. I am shocked by how many people don't take advantage of this. If you want to be a better saver, don't leave money on the table. Get the match your company is offering. That's number five. Number six, Reduce and eliminate debt. Avoid debt. If you have debt payments going out, if you're sending payments out to banks, auto companies, student loan companies, and so on, that is less money available for you to save. If you don't have any debt, it's much easier to save because you don't have payments. If the only debt you have is a mortgage, you're in a better position to save that somebody has a mortgage and two car loans, a student loan, and credit card debt. So reducing debt, eliminating debt, avoiding debt is a good way to become a better, more successful saver. And then the last of the seven steps is to get more for your money. Uh, in 2018, I did an episode, it was season two, episode 50, about uh, secret savings accounts, which is kind of a fancy, eye-catching title for the show, but it was about online savings accounts. Online savings accounts today, just like in 2018, uh, pay more interest than you get at your traditional brick-and-mortar banks, by and large. I'm talking in vast generalities. But I know that the money that I have in my traditional bank, compared to the money that I have in the online bank, I am getting 10 to 20 times more interest. 10 to 20 times more interest sounds very impressive, and it is. But keep in mind, we're talking about very small percentages. Uh, I'm getting, I think, 0.5% on my online savings account, which is a paltry amount uh, by historical standards. But compared to what you get in the brick and mortar bank, that's quite a bit higher. So get more for your money. Seek strong investment returns. If you're going to invest money into stock, bond, real estate markets, try and get a good rate of return. Be wise Put the homework in, work with a professional like a certified financial planner. I'll raise my hand here because 
I am a certified financial planner, as you know. But try and get strong investment returns when investing money and keep a long-term perspective on that investing, which will help lead to better results. Not a guarantee, but it is a proven way to increase the chances you're successful over the long term. So number seven is get more for your money. Savings accounts and investments, try and get as good a rate of return as you can, but be mindful of risk too. So those are the seven steps. Just to review, number one, set goals. Number two, systemize savings. Number three, pay yourself first. Number four, reduce spending. Number five, don't leave money on the table. Take advantage of that 401k match. Number six, reduce, eliminate, and avoid debt. And number seven, get more for your money. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Simply Financial Podcast. If you haven't subscribed to the show, please do so. And I would love it if you'd share this episode and recommend the show to others because we would like to increase our listener base especially our subscriber base. I'll be back with you on the next episode of the Simply Financial Podcast very soon. The views expressed are not necessarily the opinion of Sage Point Financial Incorporated and should not be construed directly or indirectly as an offer to buy or sell any securities mentioned herein. Investing is subject to risks, including loss of principal invested. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. No strategy can assure a profit nor protect against loss. Please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information should be relied upon when coordinated with individual professional advice. Please note, the information being provided is strictly as a courtesy. When you link to any of the websites provided here, you are leaving this website. We make no representation as to the completeness or accuracy of the information provided at these websites, nor is the company liable for any direct or indirect technical or system issues or any consequences arising out of your access to your use of third-party technologies websites, information, and programs made available through this website. When you access one of these websites, you are leaving our website and assume total responsibility and risk for your use of the websites you are linking to. Securities and advisory services are offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC, insurance services offered through Elliott Wealth Management, LLC, not affiliated with Sage Point Financial.